Creative Studio Academy, Semester 3, Session 3. Alright, welcome back to the Creative Studio Academy. My name is Joshua Rivers, your host, and this is the podcast to help you with your content creation as we are publishing things online. So we talk about blogging, podcasting, and other things related to those industries. And so this season, season three, we are talking about podcasting primarily. And so today we're going to be continuing that theme. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about the different show formats that we can have as podcasters. And so uh, we're going to talk a little bit about those. We also have uh, our special guest this week is Steve Stewart from the Money Plan SOS podcast and then also the Financial Wellness Show. And so he comes on and he talks about his podcasting journey. And then also he mentions how it's helped him work toward self-employment and then also some of the different types of podcasting formats that he's done um, in his experience. And then also he shares a vital plug-in excuse me, that he uses and I use as well and is very good uh, thing to be able to implement into uh, your blogging and podcasting. And so something to be very helpful, very useful, both for yourself and for your guest. Now, uh, before we get to the interview, I did want to uh, mention that I am uh, starting into the journey of helping people with their podcasts. And so whether that is talking about strategies, so having some kind of consultation or helping you be able to launch your podcast, be able to bring that to fruition or helping you with some of the podcasting um, uh, post-production and editing and things like that. Um, And so coming up with show notes, different things like that, I can help you with those. And so if you are interested in finding out more information about that, you can go to podcastguy.co, podcastguy.co, and be able to check that out there. And I would love to be able to look at the option of having you um, work with me on that. And so we are going to talk just a little bit here about some of the different podcast formats that I've been involved with. Um, and then some of the ones that I've heard of, um, and then Steve is also going to mention a couple, uh, whenever we get on the line with him. And so I've done several myself. And so I have three different podcasts and, um, and those three different ones, I've done three different formats in that. And so I've done some solo shows. And so that's where I am by myself. And so I just bring the content myself. And so I have, either a list of things that I want to talk about or just one main topic that I'm just um, elaborating on or whatever the case may be. And so there's been several solo shows on this podcast. And so um, that's one option. And some people love this. They love to be able to bring their expertise and their opinion and their viewpoint to uh, their audience. And so that could work for a lot of people. Another popular format is the interview format show. And so where the show is primarily focused on having interviews or solely on interviews. And so um, this is where the person is the host and they bring on guests and they ask various questions 
or they have a conversational style. They just have some sort of guest on that they're interviewing and talking about these different things and they're um, bringing those out. And so those can be very valuable to be able to have a uh, expanding the reach of both people involved. And so uh, that can be a very beneficial thing, plus being able to get additional perspective um, there to be able to help expand our thinking and our um, our own views on the way that we do things. And so sometimes we each get stuck on our own way of doing things and forget that uh, we're not the only ones out there uh, doing something. And so getting additional um, perspective can be helpful. And so there's a lot of people that have actually a combination of the solo show and the interview show where some of their episodes are solo, some of them are interview. And so, and I'm kind of blending that a little bit this semester, um, but it's more to where half the show um, is solo myself, like we're going through right now, and then the rest of it is an interview. And so that's kind of the format I'm looking at for this semester is... um, about half of it being myself sharing some insights and then having a guest on to be able to uh, share their insights. And then um, a third one that I've been a part of, uh, which I really enjoyed, is the co-hosted show. And so I did the um, the 24 podcast and I had a co-host, Mark Sievercrop, on there. And so uh, most of the time it was he and I. Um, occasionally, uh, one of us wouldn't be able to make it and we would have somebody else but it was pretty much always uh, two of us together. So it was either me and Mark most of the time. Then occasionally Mark would have somebody on with him or I would have someone on with me. And so a co-hosted show is really good because you can be able to um, develop a deeper relationship with the person that you are recording with. And you can be able to be able to develop a good flow. Um, And it adds to the conversational aspect And with me and Mark, uh, we would go back and forth with each other. And so I would ask him some questions about what he thought about the show and he would give his opinion. And then he would flip it back and ask me some questions. And I would give my opinion about some certain things. Or uh, there were times when we just each had our kind of bullet points of things that we wanted to cover regarding the TV show. And so we would just kind of take turns sharing those things. And so, uh, but it was a really good format for us for that type of show, at least. And then, um, again, there's, uh, uh, um, another one that's, uh, becoming more popular is a story driven show. And so, uh, probably one recently or semi recently is, um, called serial. And so you may have uh, heard of that podcast. You may have listened to that podcast. And so I had heard about it for a while and I didn't listen to it until the podcast was actually done. And so I was uh, working on doing that. And then as I was um, listening to it, I really started to enjoy the story that they were going through. And so each episode um, built on the story from before. And so they would do a quick recap at the beginning, and then they would continue in the story. Uh, A lot of times they would kind of give a different aspect of it. And then after a couple episodes, they would start to put more things together. So, okay, we talked about this, we talked about this, and we talked about this now. They all come together and here's this conclusion from that or or even after all that, there's still no conclusion. So this is what I had to do to try to find out more. And so it was a really interesting thing. And so the story driven shows can really bring an extra um, uh, an extra benefit to uh, what's going on. And so uh, that's another one. And so there's other shows as well. And uh, Steve Stewart has one that 
um, that, that he's come across, which I think is really interesting. Um, and so I'm going to let him talk about that one, though. Um, but um, a lot of great things that, uh, that can be done. And so as you get ready to launch your podcast and you're trying to figure out how you should structure it, what kind of format you should follow, whether you could do a solo show or if you're going to have a co-host or if you're going to um, interview other people or whatever format you want to do, uh, there's several things that you want to keep in mind um, as you do that. First of all, your own personality um, is definitely a key in this. And so because each personality works better in certain formats, if you're a really outgoing person, having another person on with you can be a really good thing uh, to be able to help um, ignite your passion and your flame in what you're doing. And then also, um, if you're more uh, reserved, then doing a solo show might be a little easier for you because then you're not having to worry about interacting with other people quite as much. And so, um, and so, or you can find somewhere in the middle and so to where you occasionally have guests. And so that that's one part of it. And then different types of shows, uh, depending on what your topic is, I mentioned about the 24 podcast, it's a, um, it was a podcast based on a TV show. That kind of show, I think, lends itself to be easier done having a co-host or possibly even a group of people um, to be able to discuss that. And so um, when you're talking about a TV show, a lot of times it's easier to have a discussion about a TV show when you're talking with somebody else about that instead of just rattling off yourself. I think there was one time that um, something happened and we weren't able to record and Mark covered an episode completely by himself, um, and just went through that. And so I think I was sick or something like that. And I couldn't be able to join him and we weren't able to, uh, coordinate anybody else to come on with him. And so he recorded by himself. Um, and it, it didn't feel quite the same to be able to go through that. And so, because he was just kind of giving his opinion and then that's where it dropped. There wasn't that conversation back and forth. Um, or even the, the opposition, um, having differing opinions about different things, which can be, um, another aspect that can be really entertaining, um, and engaging for the audience. And so, uh, that's another thing you want to consider is not just your own personality, but then also just the type of show that you're, that you're doing the topic of your show. And so, and then also, um, you can get feedback from your audience. And so you can kind of see what other shows that are similar to what you're doing and kind of see what they do. That can give you an idea of what that type of audience is looking for as you're getting started. Then as you start to grow, you can start to ask them what type of show that they like. And so um, you can be able to uh, throw it back to them and then you can make some changes. And so maybe you uh, do solo shows and you start with doing solo shows and then you find out, well, maybe it's good to go ahead and bring some interviews on. Um, and then maybe as you're doing interviews, you realize, hey, this one person is uh, really good to work with and you can start to develop that into a regular co-host kind of thing. And so that you can go through different changes or, or then maybe, or maybe you start as a co-host or interview and then realize, Hey, I, I'd really like to share my own insights more instead of bringing other people on. And so that, that can work out really well too. So you just need to weigh all the different options, uh, really evaluate yourself and your topic. And then of course your audience, you want to keep them in mind as you make any changes as well. And so these are some of the things that I uh, had on my mind regarding this idea of the topics for your show. And so uh, I think it could be really good to be able to do that. 
And so uh, with that, I'm going to go ahead and we'll transition into this interview, this discussion with Steve Stewart. And I do hope that you enjoy it. If you want to get the show notes to this episode, you can go to creativestudio.academy slash three dash three for season three, episode three. And you can be able to get the show notes for this. And I would love to be able to hear your thoughts on this as well. And so I'm not going to come back and wrap up after the interview. Um, and so we're just going to kind of leave it at the uh, interview with that. So if you want to, um, if you want to leave a comment, I would love to hear your thoughts on these things, or maybe there's some different types of formats that you've heard over, you've listened to, or that you can think of that uh, we don't mention. Um, and you want to leave it in the show notes for, um, other people to be able to discuss or all of us to be able to discuss or for other people to find out about as well. And uh, I'd definitely love to be able to do that. If you have any questions, you can definitely submit that. You can give me a call even um, and leave a, a voice message for me and uh, I can either listen to it or even include it on the show if you would like. And that number is area code 405-771-0567. So 405-771-0567. Uh, zero five six seven, and I would love to be able to get um a message from you as well. And so, with that, again, we're going to transition right into the interview, and I hope you enjoy it. Show notes at creativestudio.academy/slash/three-dash-three. Uh, it's uh, great to be able to talk to you. Um, and so I've uh, met you through uh, the School of Podcasting with uh, Dave Jackson, and. Uh, so why don't you just go ahead and tell the listener a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, my name is Steve Stewart, and that's with a T at the end, even though I am a steward of people. I'm a personal finance architect who helps everyday Americans to pay attention, not interest. Uh, my podcast is one that I put out to help people just spend a little bit of time thinking about their money. A lot of the times the subject is touchy and and they, they don't like to think about it. But when you know when you're listening to a personal finance show, you get to internalize your beliefs and, you, and the ideas that you have on how you want to spend your money. And I just kind of give them tips and tricks and a little bit of entertainment to, to wake them up to the dangers of debt and to make some better decisions along the day or the week so they can get their money to go farther. Uh, I've been uh, uh, doing one-on-one -on -one coaching for several years and uh, it's really become a passion of mine so much so that it's really becoming my full-time job now. Very good. And uh, is that what you're working toward, trying to um, work on your work for yourself? Yes, absolutely. That's 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 coming here in the very near future. It's happening. I'm really excited and scared all at the same time going self-employed. But, uh, I, you know, God's been directing me this way. It's been pretty clear. And I've just been very stubborn in following some of those clues and things you've been uh, putting in my way. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited and scared at the same time. It's really interesting. So how has, how has the podcast um, helped you to be able to kind of uh, speed that process up? You know, podcasting has always been, for me, it's always been an outreach and a way to allow people to get to know me a little bit before they ever call me. You know, when you talk about money, it's easy to buy something from somebody when you see, you know, oh, you know one-time advertisement on something, you're like, oh, I could use that. But when you're talking about, oh, I need to talk to somebody about my personal finances, you know, people will talk about sex. They'll talk about the medical problems before they ever talk about money. Why is that? It's just, you know, pieces of paper. It's just the thing that we use, a tool that we use to buy stuff. Why is that such a taboo subject? So I allowed the podcast to become 
a way for people to get to know who I am, a little bit about my philosophy and what I can do when, when they're looking to improve their personal finances and actually start getting ahead in building some wealth. Yeah, uh, definitely. Podcasting is a very intimate way to be able to get to know people. It's, uh, uh, in one sense, it's a one-way discussion, um, but but hopefully it opens up to having that two-way discussion. And I, I know as a podcaster, that's always the goal and desire is to try to have a two-way conversation. And so uh, definitely a very good way to be able to kind of get in touch with your listener a little bit more, kind of gain that trust very much so. Now, I did want to uh, uh, talk about some different things regarding podcasting. And so you mentioned your uh, one podcast that you have, which is Money Plan SOS. Um, but there's another one that you're involved in as well. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about that one? Yeah, the Financial Wellness Show is a podcast that I host, but it's really for a, a group of financial coaches that I belong to. We are known as the most respected group of financial coaches in the nation. And our, our goal is to help not just individuals, but also we, we speak on financial wellness. Uh, most people now, they've, they've heard about health wellness, which is funny because about 10 years ago, health wellness was just not even on the radar. You know, everybody was worried that, you know, hey, we, we can't offer, you know, advice to our employees on how to improve their health because that's getting in the way. That's, you know, personal to them and stuff like that. But now it's everywhere. And they, that's the reason is because they see the benefits. So this group of coaches that I work with, we're out there, we're, we're teaching, you know, employees, a, a company says, Hey, we'd like to offer financial wellness to our employees. So they, they call us, they invite us to come in and speak. Uh, we have, uh, two courses. We have a third one about ready to come out now. And, uh, you know, it, it starts from the basics, walks them through a lot of the ways to get control of the cash, and then they can be left on their own to, to make better decisions from there on. So the podcast, the financial wellness show, is just a way for us to, it's another visibility piece. It's another way for us to be out there and, and we, we have a different topic each, uh, each episode. Uh, I do also bring on financial experts from within the industry. It's not so much different from my own show, but it does have a different element just because I'm just the host. I'm not the star. Now, obviously both, uh, both your shows, they have different, um, they're structured differently. They're, they're different formats. Uh, whereas the one you're primary solo, whereas the other one you were, um, podcasting with some, some co-hosts, some, uh, guests even. And so, uh, what are your experiences working with the different ones and maybe which one do you prefer more? Well, you know, as I know that doing a solo show can be really lonely. <laughs> mm. yes. So there's, there's a couple different types of shows that you could do. You could do an interview only show. We've seen a lot of that coming out lately and there's a lot of great reasons to do an interview show. Obviously when you do that, you are reaching your guests audience because hopefully they're going to share it with their audience, which can help you to then grow your audience. Cause you're going to, some of those people are going to go, Hey, what's this? Oh, this is great. You know, I just heard, you know, one of my favorite guys on this other guy's show, and I like the other guy's show now, so let's go listen to that more often. So interview only works pretty well. Uh, solo, you obviously are are putting all of yourself into that, and that, you know people get to know you better. And I, I I need some of that when I'm listening to a show. If I don't get any of that one host's personality, you know, how do I know what I'm listening to is legit? I guess is, is the way I look at it. Uh, so that's another type of, of format. Uh, and then there's the co-hosted show, which now I can say I, I 
kind of do that with the financial wellness show, but it's always with somebody else in our group. It's just that, uh, you know, with a co-host, you probably have a regular person that you're chatting with, uh, about whatever your topics are. And I know a lot of the fan podcasts do that because that, that just, that just lends to that type of a, uh, a niche better because you can bounce ideas off of, you know, Hey, did you see the scene where blah, blah, blah. And where do you think the story is going with, with that? And the conversation just, just continues on from there. I know those are the three big ones. Um, although I, I did just hear about this one recently. That's really interesting. When he started out, this gentleman, all he did was he reached out to different people that he wanted to just have, you know, a Skype call with them and then get a five minute piece from them that he would then use as the podcast. So really what you're listening to is uh, the, the show's called Box of Inspirations. Uh, I just talked to the gentleman the other day. He's going to change the format a little bit, but it's really interesting to think that you could actually never be on your own show. But if you connect with your your uh, your guest and, and they find out exactly what it is that you're looking for, then you can just feature them as a five minute segment. You know, and, and that becomes a podcast and never be on your own show. That's just really weird to me, but uh, it's possible. That's interesting. That's interesting. I'll have to yeah. uh, try to check that out. Do you know what, what was the name of that again? Box of Inspirations. Yeah, he's going to change the format, but, you know, when he started out, that's what it was. It's like five minutes of this guy, five minutes of that girl, five minutes of this person, five minutes of that person. And it's just that whatever topic that they wanted to uh, inspire you with. So the, the host was never on the show. <laughs> just, uh, you know, here we are podcasters. We're always like, oh, you know, here we are. We've got our own radio show, right? It's just through the Internet. So that that's kind of neat for us. But then to think that maybe we could just offer content without ever being on our own show, that's that's a that's a different way of thinking. Definitely. Yeah. Very interesting. And so, um, yeah, I'll have to check that out and maybe reach out to him and um, kind of ask him some things uh, regarding that. Now, um, now I, I, we were talking before and you mentioned um, one of the tools that you use is a plugin for WordPress called Pretty Link. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about what that is um, and then what you use it for. Yeah, I see Pretty Link as probably as important as having a media player on my site for the podcast because it helps me in a couple different ways. And I think everybody, if you have a WordPress website, this is a mandatory plugin to install. You get Pretty Link Lite. It's free. There is a pro version and there are some benefits to that, but you can certainly get by. I certainly did. I got by for years just using Pretty Link Lite. There's, uh, there's four primary reasons that I use it. One, and this is the most, the most important reason to me is, as I'm recording the show, I already know what episode number it is. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm in, the th in the three digits now. I want to make it easy for my audience to find the show notes. You know, if I mention a link or, you know, here's how you can find more information on my guest and, and they don't have time to write it down, they can always remember, oh, it was episode 125. And they'll be able to just go in and go to moneyplansos.com because that's my domain for the podcast, slash 125. And what that does is it allows me to release the original post with all the keywords in, in the URL, which then allows Google to read that. And, of course, that gives us some Google juice. But it allows my listener to type in a very short, memorable URL, and it'll take them to the same place. Are you using that, Joshua? Are you doing that yourself? Yes. 
yeah, I've I've done that, and so um, can't remember where I heard it from first. It was probably like Daniel J. Lewis or Dave Jackson or something like that that mentioned it first, um, and so I I did it and I I used that and I heard Daniel uh, mentioned not too long ago also um, in addition to um, using the numbers, he's also using um, a keyword of sorts um, that kind of embodies the topic. So if he is covering something about um, search engine optimization, um, he might use SEO as the, um, as it could be his, his website slash SEO um, in addition to the number. Yeah. And that's actually the other reason I would use the, uh, the plugin is if you have a special guest, you could just make the shortened, you know, the shortened URL could just be that guest's name. You know, I, so I'd be moneyplanswscom slash Joshua Rivers or something like that. And that would help people to remember, oh, I listened to this guy, Joshua Rivers, and I want to know more about him. And you can go to my site. You could even have the three-digit number as one pretty link that goes to, you know, that, that one post and the person's name or a keyword, and it goes to the same post. It doesn't restrict you from only one redirect you can have multiple redirects to the same uh, the same page. Yeah, it's definitely very nice. Um, what else do you use it for? I know there's a couple things that you had mentioned uh, prior that uh, that I think would be very beneficial to someone that's podcasting or even just blogging. Yeah, well, if you're thinking about making money, then the pretty link can obviously help you there. Uh, that can help you to redirect people to your affiliate link. This is probably the main reason most people would use it is for affiliate links because you know as well as I do the link that we get that we can then use on banners and pictures on our website or text links you know that doesn't help a podcast listener so if you want to direct someone to an affiliate link or even just a resource and I'll talk about both of them here um, you know one of the things that that I use personally my wife and I use in our household is a software for budgeting called you need a budget and it's amazing. And I have an affiliation with them because I believe in them so much. It's like one of the very few things I'll actually promote on my website or on my show. So if I have somebody who's listening and I say, hey, if you want to try this out for 34 days and get 10% off, go to, and I'll give them the link, moneyplanosos.com slash YNAB. And that will take them right through my affiliation to you need a budget. And if they decide to buy it, not only do they get that 10% off, but I get, a, I get an affiliate commission and you do that. I think, uh, you do that with Bluehost, right? Yeah. Yeah. Bluehost is one of them. I, I have several, uh, different ones that I have. Do you know what that actual Bluehost link is? I mean, it's bluehost.com slash question P blah equals. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea right now. And so, yeah, I mean, nobody some, could remember that. I was going to say some of them are actually relatively easy. Um, but it's their branding, uh, which isn't isn't bad. But um, as you're trying to do a podcast, you want to make it easy, and they know your brand; they're familiar with your brand. And so, uh, if they start with your brand and then branch off to whatever affiliate it is that you're directing them to, um, I think that helps. Yeah. And then the other thing that I I kind of use that same it's in the in the same aspect is if I want to send them to somebody else's resource. Um, okay. For, for instance, let's say I'm doing an episode and I'm talking about itemized deductions on your tax return. And, I, you know, maybe somebody wants to look at the itemized tax return form, the Schedule A, right? 
Well, I can just give them a short link, moneyplanssos.com slash schedule A, and that'll go right to the IRS's website, pull up the PDF, and they can look at it right there. And it's easy to remember. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a very powerful uh, plug-in. And so, um, yeah, it's it's one that anytime I get a site, I always install that. Um, I, I have one site I haven't installed. I'm not even sure if I've used it yet, um, the the pretty link um, at least. But I, I have it installed just because uh, I'm getting ready for whatever I might use it for. So it's there. And so because it is so versatile and so um, helpful with creating those special links. Yeah, and you can change wherever that pretty link goes to. I mean, how often has an affiliation changed, you know, your link on you? They change mm-hmm. companies or whatever. Or, um, uh, for example, this is kind of a weird situation for me, but hopefully people can verbalize or visualize this. Um, I am rebranding all of my stuff that I do, my my coaching site, my millionaire site, my uh, my podcasting site. I'm rebranding those to all go underneath one main site, which is stevestewart.me. And so what I'm doing in the meantime is I'm taking a pretty link from Money Plan SOS, and instead of directing that to the show notes at moneyplanssos.com, I'm directing that to the same post over at stevestewart.me, which has got more show notes and stuff like that. So my listeners who over the years have gotten used to being able to type in, you know, my domain slash and the three-digit number for the episode they'll still get the show notes, but they're going to be taken over to my other site. And that just helps me then get people used to then seeing my new site. Cause eventually it's all going to be there instead. And you can change that, that pretty, you know, I mean, those pretty links that have been in, you know, been in use for years. I can then change where those direct to instead of just go to moneyplanssos.com slash, you know, one, two, five, they can go to the Steve Stewart page instead. Yeah, and actually, I can think of a um, an example of something I did uh, just recently. Is um, on for for this podcast, I have a free resource that's available um, that is a guide for someone getting started with a website, and I had a a special thing going on to where for uh, about three or four days I was offering it completely free. Normally, you subscribe. Uh, to the newsletter to get it, but I was just offering it free to anybody that wanted to have it. You didn't have to subscribe to the newsletter or anything. And so I was, uh, so I took that pretty link. Um, it was uh creative studio dot Academy slash gift. And I had it for that time period. I had it directed toward being able to get that uh, PDF directly. And then after that time period, I switched that link then to go to, um, to the subscribe page to be able to sign up for that. And so, um, so yeah, I, I, I did that and I, I wasn't even thinking about, <laughs> about that aspect of it. So, yeah. And, and now did you ever go back and take a look? Cause pretty link will track how many people go and use that link. Did you, did you take a look to see how successful it was? Uh, I can't remember what it is now. Um, but it's cool that it's there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, just looking on the thing there and it tells you, uh, how many, People clicked on it and how many unique, um, which I think is kind of cool because I guess that kind of gives you an idea of how many people um, clicked it multiple times um, and so or mm-hmm. used the link multiple times. And so, yeah, so it's a really cool uh, and very useful uh, link for a lot of different things, making things easier for yourself, making things easier for 
uh, your listener or your uh, blog visitor and um, just really simplifying things. Yeah, here's another way I've used it. This will be the last one I've got because this is really unusual. But it, when you think about it, PrettyLink has so many different ways you can use it. Just by, It's just a simple redirect that helps people remember. Um, if I, you know, I have a digital course that I sell. And when somebody buys that digital course, they get a link in, in their email and, you know, they've got a bookmark it and blah, blah, blah. What I'll do later, though, is once I get all that information on, you know, they, they made payment and I know their email address or whatever, then I'll send them another email to say, hey, look, you know, this, this other link, you know, if you didn't bookmark it, you lost the email, whatever, don't worry about it. Here's a link just for you so you can always go back to that page and it's their name. So they'll know Hey, go to moneyplanetsource.com slash John Smith. Hmm. It's, it's not hard for them to remember now, is it? So that, that really gives you a, a very personal connection with somebody who is either a customer or a listener. Maybe you have a, a resource or you, you, you shoot them a short little video and you just give them, you know, this name and, and they're like, wow, you know, my name is on his website. You know, it's not really, but you get the picture. So you hmm. could always just use their name and send them directly to wherever you want them to go to without ha- them having to think about anything. Hmm. That is, that, that's really cool. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Now, um, as we kind of wrap things up, is there anything that you would like to leave the listener with, um, regarding podcasting and, uh, maybe some, some things that a new podcaster, uh, should kind of watch out for or, um, or something like that, that, that you like to leave them with. Oh, what do we leave the person who wants to get into podcasting with? You know, you're going to get a lot of information from a lot of different places. Um, you know, you're going to hear about John Lee Dumas's Podcasters Paradise. Uh, uh, just, I've got a disclaimer. I'm a member, um, but I'm also a member of School of Podcasting. Um, I'm the editor of Pottertainment Magazine. We could say I'm pretty ingrained in the whole thing. Uh, so, except for NM- NMX, I got to get into that one now. <laughs> <laughs> haven't been to it yet, but, uh, you know, podcasting can be such a personal medium because you're talking to somebody, you know, it's in their ears. So remember that when you're, when you're thinking about what you're going to talk about, when you're recording, you're talking to that one person, make sure you're, you're giving them value that you're giving them what they want. And, and when I find myself just going off on a tangent, not, not a rant, rants are something that really become popular in my show. But when I go off and I'm just over on the side here talking about something else, I got to reel myself back in because I know my listeners not really interested in, you know, what my dog caught in the backyard the other day. It's got to be something relevant to why they listened. Otherwise, they're going to, you know, switch it and they're going to go listen to your show instead. Well, I certainly appreciate you, uh, coming to the show today and uh sharing your story and your insights um and so people can be able to uh get more of you by going to stevestewart.me and uh let's see uh can, can you share your twitter i don't have that right offhand. oh sure yeah people can find everything at stevestewart.me but really most people know me as money plan sos all right so uh definitely thank you again and we'll have uh links to all these uh, things that we mentioned in the show notes and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks Joshua. Yeah, definitely excited to be able to talk to you, to be able to uh, get this um, interview down for a second time. And so um, (laughs) maybe a, a lesson 
um, that it's always good to have a backup of your computer and the files that you're working on. And so we encountered some issues with that and uh, just prior to recording, uh, discovered that I was able to finally recover it, but um, we're going to go ahead and redo this anyway and uh, hopefully have a better product for you, the listener. I'm always better second time around anyway. Yeah. (laughs) All right. So now that we got the practice done, (laughs) 